Well, there you go. So, hey, we are joined here in studio, sitting right across from me. I love it when we have guests um, come on in here in the morning, probably mostly because I like it when people have to wake up early like I do, you know, and come in studio. So we have Concerned Citizen. He is a citizen just like you and I, lives here in the area, Springfield area. He's a part of a few groups, and we're going to talk about those a little bit later, but I'll just mention them. Concerned Pastors of Springfield, Back on Track Pack. Those are some regular names that you hear us mention. We the People. And then Freedom Principle. He is the vice president of um, a group, Freedom Principle, and they're fighting for America, fighting for Missouri, fighting for you. So with all that, let me just say um, welcome, um, Mr. Kerry Wells, to the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me this morning. Good to have you here this morning. So he's going to be with us for a couple segments. We're going to um, talk a little bit about what's going on yesterday. You guys heard us talk about the Springfield School Board and how they are accepting applications. We need good people to um, step in and run for the school board, not only here in Springfield, but in all the surrounding areas. If you're living in Willard, um, Republic, um, Ash Grove, all these areas, Branson, everywhere you're hearing me, we need conservative, good conservative people, and I'd say Christian people, to run for the school board. So let's dive into this. So we had um, a little vote that happened here in Springfield um, with um, just this past week, Carrie, um, about this Soji language and really a Soji versus religion. So tell us what you know and, you know, what, what's going on there. Well, uh, I guess it was the month before um, I signed up to speak there at the school board meeting and showed up, and we knew that that was going to be on the agenda. So our, our groups had got the word out. We had got plenty of supporters there. And we get there and had my speech prepared and everything. And out, out of the blue, somebody hands me a, a letter from Attorney General Bailey and says, he's just issued this letter. Will you read it? And so I, I took a, got up there to the stand and read the letter and uh, unbelievably, it looked like that had a significant influence on, on the board, and they put that on an indefinite table, uh, thanks to our three regular conservative members of the board voting, uh, you know, to table it along with Scott Kreis. Yeah. So we put that on the table. Yeah, we had um, some Mikowski in here after that. Um, Stephen, he told us about it, and we thought we had Andrew Bailey in on that, and he said, "Hey, I'm I'm going. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm fighting for." The, the conservatives here in Missouri, we shouldn't have to adopt this language, this really extra language, extra protection for this group language. And, um, and so he was talking about that not only here for Springfield, but all over Missouri. And I know, and, and I thought we had a win. Is that what you thought as well? We did too. I mean, we were celebrating. Uh, we thought it was going to be an indefinite tabling that this was going to be settled that m- maybe it would last until April when we had some new, board members in there and we could give the school board the, the direction that it needs to go for the, that matches the values of our community. Yeah. And let me just say this too, just to recap, I'm just thinking about this. What's happening is the federal government, president Biden and the white house, the Biden administration, they're trying to make um, school systems adopt um, language that really it's extra language that supports the LGBTQ transgender students. And they're saying, if you don't adopt this language, um, they're, they're going to withhold or they could withhold funding for lunches and school lunches and that yes that that absolutely affects um poor um disproportionate black and brown communities so they're basically kind of putting a gun to your head saying if you want our federal money then you need to make sure that you're putting in this language saying you're not going to discriminate against transgender students so that's kind of where we're at and so we thought we had that on hold here 
um, you, you have Steve Mikowski and the, the um, 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 Kelly Byrne and Dr. Miriam Mahamakami. Muhammad Kani. I know. I was kind of yeah. trying to practice it. I love you, Mary. You know that. My wife yeah. loves you too. But, um, you know, we thought we had, you know, those guys, they, they've been fighting. They've been standing up for what's right and they held out and then boom. So at this next, this meeting. So were you there at the meeting when they end up voting on this, Carrie? Were you there when they, when the four members voted to adopt the language? I didn't make this meeting, but, uh, we had some people that doing some research and, and they dug some things up. We think is, is what we discovered is why Scott Christ brought it back and changed his mind. So, um, wh- why? What, what's the deal then? Well, back in, I think it was August 22, the, uh, there was an article in the newsletter that said that the Chamber of Commerce would no longer endorse, uh, school board candidates. And so I think that some of these candidates who had been got there with the endorsement of the Chamber of Commerce and were voting you know, against our values, we'll just, I mean, it's plain to see with their voting record that they were kind of out there on a limb like Scott Christ. He really didn't have that political support, that financial support behind him. But we find out that there's a group called United Springfield that put together a pack just in the same month when all this was going on in October. They put together a pack, and we think it's those people who are the ones who are putting the pressure on some of these school boards now for okay. them to comply. So we talked about that pack um, yesterday. Was it yesterday, Cass, that we talked about? The, the, um, it is, and um, Bishop Davidson had on um, Curtis Jarrett on Monday, too, and they extensively covered that as well. Okay, yeah, I listened to a lot of that show. I missed that segment. I got to go back and listen to that. But um, So you have this pack now, and they're supposedly saying that they're a nonpartisan pack, but we know, come on now, they're they're supporting pretty much liberal candidates, candidates that do not represent our conservative values here in the Springfield area. Um, and so now you're saying, or you're maybe asserting, or we're talking about maybe Christ, he, you know, Scott Christ, he got influenced by them then and changed his mind. Is that what you're thinking? That's, that's what all the evidence looks to, you know, and Jim Anderson, he's the uh, co-chair of that, that pack. And he's the former head of the Springfield chamber of commerce. So we find out also that there's a Democrat operative attorney from Jeff city, who's also attorney for the Missouri School Board Association. His name's Chuck Hatfield. He's been involved in, in Democratic operations for many years. He was a campaign manager for Jay Nixon. He was uh, in Jay Nixon's administration during the, when his attorney general. And he's the one who incorporated that pack on October 19th. And so the- Of this year? Of this year, yeah. Okay. Last month. And so we're finding out that this bipartisan, nonpartisan group has some very partisan ties. And, and that's concerning. So we don't think anything's changed as far as whether they're partisan or not. It looks like they're mounting more money yeah. to support these candidates that are voting against our Springfield values. Man, this is some um, some crazy stuff here. I mean, this is the ugly side of politics. Unfortunately, it is. And, um, you know, this is why we need to engage. We need you to engage because this is happening and this affects your children. My nephews go to school here in Springfield Public School. Um, I've said it before. I live in Nick's. I'm on the school board. Our, we have some conservatives there. We're going to be fine. But Springfield, you only got about three conservatives and you got four people that voted 
um, to adopt the language. Obviously, Scott Christ, um, President um, Kincaid, and um, 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 Judy Brenner and um, Sarita Tate. They voted um, just last month. It was tabled. They, you know, they wanted it. So now you're saying because of this. So yeah, Cass. Let's not forget all of the Republican leaders in our community that swore up and down. Judy Brunner is not a Democrat. Well, where's where's the she, evidence? She of that? seems to be voting it there. So, hey, listen, we're going to keep you around, Carrie. We're here talking to Carrie Wells. Um, uh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, Carrie Wells. I got it right. I mean, I, I had a brain fart for there for a <laughs> second. But he is the vice president of Freedom Principle. He's involved with a lot of um, groups here, conservative groups here, fighting for us, for you. To make sure that um, locally, nationally, and even here in our school boards that they stay um, conservative with our principles. So um, that's kind of what's happening. When we come back, Carrie, I want to talk about what you're doing um, in order to advance the fight for these principles and how people can get involved, what they need to know. So we'll do that right after this um, quick little traffic update with um, Don Luzader. We're here talking with Carrie Wells. He's a concerned citizen, just like many of us right here, you and I. And um, he's with a couple of different groups that are fighting, a couple of PACs that are fighting for our conservative rights here in Springfield and the greater Springfield area. Concerned pastors of Springfield back on track pack, we the people. And he is the vice president of the Freedom Principle. And so the Freedom Principle, um, Missouri, they are fighting for America, fighting for Missouri, fighting for you. I, I, I love this. Their purpose is um, to give Missourians an ally in the fight against um, anti-American legislation and governance at the local, state, and federal levels. This is exactly what's happening. They say that we build, we educate, and we mobilize citizen activists to advocate for our core principles. And if you haven't been paying attention and you missed this this last couple minutes, you're missing what's happening here in Springfield. This school board, it's a hot mess. It's very liberal. They are not voting in um, in the direction of our conservative rights. Just here recently, just a couple of days ago, there were four school board members here in Springfield that voted to adopt the SOGI language, um, to adopt the sexual orientation and, you know, all that, the transgender rights in order to kowtow to the Biden administration who's threatening to withhold, um, federal funding. And they just last month, the school board voted to table this and we thought it was going to be tabled indefinitely. But now we hear Kerry saying that we think that there's a new pack. Um, what's the name of that pack again? The, the United pack. Springfield United? Springfield United. Yeah, yes. that pack is kind of pressuring, we believe, or, you know, some of the people, some of the school board members, they brought it up again, and then they voted to adopt that. And they're coming with much more. I mean, that's what I understand. This, um, this, um, um, Freedom United pack, they want to elect some, uh, more liberal school board members. Is that what we understand, Carrie? Is that what's happening here? Absolutely. I, I think their primary goal is to defeat, uh, Dr. Merriam. I think that's their primary goal because she's been instrumental in changing the landscape here. Um, it, it was back three years ago, this time of the year, she showed up at one of our monthly meetings and she, she first time anybody really knew her. She came and she says, Hey, I'm going to run for school board. I'm a, and she shared her passion. She shared what was happening in her family yeah. because of the COVID lockdowns. And she stepped up and she ran. After she was elected in April, she came back to our meeting and she was in tears. She goes, this is horrible. They will not let me speak. They will not let me do anything. It's one against six others. And so then we started mobilizing. The groups came together. And then we seen what happened is that we, we added two more. We got three on the spot. Then last year, we were 275 votes of taking a majority. I'm going to say this too. I, I, I made a video that's kind of gone around here. 
And I'm just going to say this. I'm going to blame us Christian people for that one. We failed because on Sundays you have so many people. I'm a Simmons of God. You, you, there's how many Simmons of God churches around here? How many Baptist churches? How many Christian churches around here? We filed in the church on that Sunday here in Springfield. We're praising the Lord. You know, we, we were right there and we should have been. And then on Tuesday we stayed at home and we didn't go to the ballot box. And, and for, to have a conservative Christian lose by 270 votes, that's shame on us. As my man, President um, Bush said, fool me once. Shame on, fool me twice. Look, the point is, you can't fool me again. You know, we can't be fooled again, people. Well, it's it's a deeper problem than that, too. It was the fact that there were Republican leaders who were throwing fundraisers for Judy Bruner, who were donating, Republican donors that were donating to Judy Bruner, and her her lit, her school board, like, campaign lit was sitting out at the Democrat headquarters. Yeah. I mean, it was so obvious in so many ways from her history and everything yeah. that she was not a Republican-leaning person. Yet you had Republicans who hated conservatives so much that they tried to lie to the people and paint Judy Bruner as some conservative, right-leaning person, brought her to Republican events, paraded her around, donated to her, knowing that she's not a right-leaning person. Yeah. I'm going to say this too. I know I've met the lady. She she's a nice lady, but she doesn't represent and vote our values. And that's the thing. And so, you know, Carrie, so, you know, your organizations, freedom principle, tell us what you're doing and how people can get involved, educated and know what's going on. Sure. You know, as long as the big money from Jeff city, these big groups are influencing these elections, we're never going to have local control where our parents, our communities and their values have the input and the direction for our schools. So what we've, we've done here is back on track, has stepped up over time and time again. They create a guide, voter's guide, that they ask some basic questions. It's just not all about social issues. It's about education issues, too. They ask these questions of all the candidates. Then they take their money, their resources, to get these out in the churches. I was with one candidate. We went to a church. I won't say what denomination or church it was. We so was you're not going to put them on blast? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I would if I did. <laughs> we was turned away from their doors on Sunday morning before the election when we're just trying to get this information out to get yeah. these people out and vote. So we've, we've started this concerned pastors group too. Yeah. So let's get these voter guides into our churches. Let's get, let people know who they are voting for. So our values can be represented in our school board so our children are protected from this over-sexualization agenda. Yeah, I need to talk to my tribe, and I am a pastor. You know that. I'm a Simmons of God minister. When I was running for Congress, many of you, you stepped up. You had me in. You're talking about it. We have to engage more at that level. Um, don't fall for the lie of the separation of church and state. You're not going to lose people in your church who are um, conservative Christian people because they want to hear you speaking on this, pastors. They, they, they engage with my ministry, Alex Bryant Ministries. I talk about this stuff. I put out the pastor's perspective, the pastor's pledge, and people are listening because they want to be led. They want to know what the Bible has to say about this. We have to get back to um, um, having the Bible inspire our politics. Our theology has to inspire our politics instead of our politics inspiring our theology. And the black church is doing it. They have Stacey Abrams in. They have all their leaders in. Kamala Harris, they pray, they play stuff for Obama still, videos. And we have to start engaging. These people are in your churches, pastors. They're running for school boards. You need to give them a platform. 
You need to say they are running, and you know what to do. That's what Creflo Dollar said. Stacey Abrams, she's running. Y'all know what to do, don't you? He didn't say go vote for it, but he said, y'all know what to do. Let's get it done. Come on, pastors. You can do that. These people are in your congregations. And so tell people how they can connect with you, Carrie. Sure. Uh, if you want to be part of one of these groups or get some more information, just send me an email to my personal email account. It's mo, the number four, ted, T-E-D, at gmail.com. That's an old uh Email I got from 2016 when I was doing caucusing in 2016. Okay, so M-O-T-E-D, the number, M-O-T-E-D. M-O-4-T-E-D. M-O-4-T-E-D. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. M-O, the number 4-T-E-D at gmail.com. Carrie, thank you for being here. Thank you for what you're doing. Freedom Principles, um, um, Freedom Principal Missouri, and he's the vice president. You need to connect with them. Say it again one more time real fast. M-O-4-T-E-D at gmail.com. There you go. Hey, man. Get in the fight, people. We need you guys there. So, hey, we got the top three coming up next. And then at um, 720, Dakota Wood, he'll be with us right here on Wake Up Springfield.